Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we've got uh, we've got Twins roster developments here right off the top. Patrick Royce in the Twins clubhouse this morning. Alex Kirloff, let's see here. Jermaine uh, Palacios and Mark Contreras are here to join uh, Yenier Cano on the taxi squad. So they're they're reaching deep into the taxi well, squad. I'm very surprised that Kirilov is here and is obviously to play the last four games in Detroit because he is alleged to be a uh, non-vaxxer. So. Yeah. Well, they do need players Yeah, to they play. do need to play in Detroit, but uh, he's, uh, I mean, that's the word was that only one of the position player guys that are the basic roster, Kepler, was a non-vaxxer, but four pitchers. And now people were immediately ripping Correa for being a Correa for being a, he he was vaccinated and got the COVID, which a lot of people are doing and just don't get a severe case. But uh, Correa was, uh, I mean, uh, but Rocco said that, right? Rocco Mm -hmm. said that he, after the game, that he was vaccinated. And then I'd heard he was vaccinated. So, you know, it's hard to bash him right now with, What's go? I mean, they don't have a team, so what? What you know? Anything that happens has got to be, uh, you know. They, I, they got how many left? They got uh, three, seven, 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 and then three in Toronto, seven. They go two and five. I'll be surprised. Hmm. Well, the, yeah, they've got they've yeah their schedule finally picks up here, right? And they're gonna have to do it without certain you know, next key players. Week they got the Yankees and the Tampa's at home. They got mm-hmm. for a week. And then they go to Seattle and uh, and Arizona, and Seattle's you know not as good as they thought they were going to be, but they're they're just fine against this collection. Hey, they're going to be playing games with teams that are better than them. They're, I mean, when they go up to Toronto, they're going to have two guys in their lineup that Toronto would take. You had to move Polanco back to shortstop now, which is you know. Not good. And uh, I think they had like five or six guys playing out of position yesterday. Yeah. And you know when Miranda's out of position? When he's on the field. Oh. That's when he's out of position. <laughs> he is a hack. He sailed the throw, yeah, that he led to two runs. He can't now play first base. I did. Oh, God, he's terrible. He can't. He's brutal. I said he was brutal, and people were getting mad at him. Well, he's made some nice play. No, he hasn't. He hasn't made one <laughs> decent play. Did you see the losing play, the game losing play? Yeah, that, the throw. The throw. That was kid. That was right out of 10-year-old baseball. That throw, to, yeah. the throw into the dugout was like, 
this. You know, it was unbelievable. He is a hack. He's on the run. He's on the run. He never sets and he launches the ball. Well, and and then the Urshela play from his butt, which which Jose decided that he was going to try to stretch like he he was bleeping McCovey and had (laughs) no chance. It it Pat. It comes back to your little league theory about first base, right? Simply, you have to be able to catch the ball. You got to have a guy who plays first base (laughs) who can catch the ball. Mm -hmm. But uh, I will say I like the fact when I watched him at the plate yesterday, it didn't look like he was going up there terribly. He was hacking anyway, if he can get (laughs) swinging. And they're going to have to play him. Well, we're going to find out if he's vaccinated too because we we don't know for sure if he can go to Toronto. The big – they're they're keeping it in a big secret, and uh, so they on Thursday they're going to have to pack people up and send them out on a plane, right? But this idea of keeping it all—how did they screw up the Correa thing yesterday? Because you know Doe is not exactly a rabble rouser, and he, I believe, sent out a tweet saying that these were scheduled days off, and that even though Rocco doesn't like to have two guys because of the doubleheader Tuesday. So, but, so I went nuts that they had Correa and Buxton both scheduled days off, but it, you did. it was wrong. Correa was not, uh, was not a scheduled or day off. Or was it a scheduled day off and they got, and, got and coincidentally and got he COVID. got COVID and. Post game, they claim, Rocco tried to claim post game that the positive result on the Correa COVID came in during the game and that it was well, a scheduled was, day off. But they also said, oh, he did it was a scheduled day off? It was a scheduled day off. That, that what the story but he was, was sick. They also said he was sick before. Well, they, they well, they claimed no. that the positive result that causes him now to not be available came in during the game. I have no idea what's true or not. Okay. But. So it was a scheduled day off. Okay. Well, I know they're they didn't lie they, they <laughs> never lie and, they're forthcoming they didn't lie about that okay but he was they did. but they also said he was sick before it be like Sunday night or something right okay I have a question for you guys here because once again here we we're five minutes in here and this is a 29 and 20 first place baseball team. They are four and a half games up on the White Sox. Mm-hmm. They have the fourth best run differential in the American League. But I feel like you guys just don't like this team. This is a winning baseball team, overachieving, and it feels like you guys just don't like this team. Okay. Give me the lineup. And I don't I like the lineup if I ever get to see it. Okay. I Sanchez is better than I thought. Urshel is a really good player, much better than I thought. I don't mind Louis Arise at first base. I mean, he's, you know, he wouldn't have ran over and cut the ball off and then flipped it in the dugout <laughs> like a 12-year-old. I know that. He yeah. would have made an actual play. I, he's okay. I like the lineup, but how often do you get to see it? And now, and I don't, I don't like the pitching staff. I know the numbers are okay. I do not. This starting staff is not going to make it. They're not going to make it to August, much less October. And, you know, Sonny Gray, God, I, I really like him a lot, but his, his, his track record is what? 24 starts, 25 starts, right? 
and he's going to be shut down again probably for a while. Who else do you like? I like you like Ryan. He's got something. He's a. I don't think he's eligible to pitch in Toronto <laughs> from what I've heard. I, I think you're right. He, because he's already uh, out, they don't have to admit that, right? They won't have to admit that. Even but if I he understand. didn't currently have COVID, it's unlikely he would be pitching in Toronto. Yes, yes. that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Uh, Ober kind of flattening out and looking like he might be a reliever, right? Dylan Bundy, God love him. He battled his tail off yesterday, man. He, he just can't throw the fire out of the ball. He, but he's battling his tail. Uh, I don't like the, I, the pitching. Can't get to the finish line. Caleb, poor Caleb Theobar is your one and only lefty. Now they got this Moran guy up. But I I don't like the pitching staff. I did the, the, the bullpen is just hanging on by a thread. Joe Joe Smith has not turned out to be invincible like he was for about 16 games. Yeah, You know, I I don't like the pitching staff. And I don't like the fact you never get to see the lineup. So I think they're going to hit the wall, and I don't think they'll be 500 at the All-Star break. Okay, Judd, why do you hate this team? Why do you hate uh, this team that's 29 and 20? Hates too strong. Hates too strong. Despise. I hate their division. <laughs> I hate their division. I hate what everyone. Is, first, let's debate. What is worse? Hate or despise? That's <laughs> I think hatred. I think hatred's probably hatred. worse. Yes. But I hate their division. The last time that the Twins beat a team with a winning record was May 1st. The last time that they played a good team was Houston. They got swept. I don't believe what I'm seeing. And I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid just because all oh, they're, they're beating the teams that they should be. That's why. And I honestly think deep down that the more and closer I watch that this team now, I don't think the decisions are always the best. I don't think the decision-making... And, and I become more and more convinced that, that while... Rocco is the fall guy, and he should be because he's the the guy who seemingly makes decisions. The decisions are far too inconsistent to be made by one person. I think what what we have here is slightly collaboration gone mad, which is my concern about the Vikings, too. Okay, I'll give you one here where I definitely agree. So uh, two weeks ago... You know, the the questions about Byron Buxton, hey, I get that he's banged up and he's going to rest sometimes, but when it's a close game in the eighth against Cleveland, why can't, why can't he come up there and, you know, put a, put a, put a barrel on a ball and win a game? Well, you guys don't understand. It takes him 14 hours of stretching and therapy. He gets up at three o'clock in the morning, right? He can't, if we decide he's not playing. By the way, we got. We got four guys holding him back from trying to charge yeah. the field because he's a warrior. You know, and like, then we yesterday. Gotta a, we got to have a security staff to keep him bursting out onto the field. But, yeah. And then yesterday he pinch hits late in the game. So, what, so did you see Rocco's long explanation on that today? I did not, no. Look it up. It's a long explanation. that This was different because no. – this was different because he had been playing some before he 
he was more coming out as a long as like five. Oh, so five because seconds. he had played like four, five days in a row or something. Yeah. Now his body's more ready. And so he was ready to go. Yeah. He, he was ready to pinch it, but he still needed, he still, of course, then in my situation, I'm saying, okay, he's going to, he's only going to play one game today. Right. That's uh, that would be, you know, for sure. He's not going to play a second game. So, you know, and you had a, I think he was off Saturday. Wasn't he off Saturday? When did they DH'd. score 10 runs? DH'd. He DH'd Saturday. Yep. Friday, he was off. He was off. He and they're back runs. in center on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday, he DH'd. So he was off Friday. Saturday, he DH'd. And Monday was a scheduled day off. How did that happen? But the long, arduous flight from Detroit to Detroit takes you 50 minutes on that charter. And uh, I, I don't know. Yes, that's, you know what? That stuff, uh, Phil, drives me crazier than the strategy of, you know, Rocco's the way he runs a game. I don't have a big problem with the way he runs a game. I mean, people are mad he took Smeltzer out, for God's sake. He gets seven <laughs> scoreless innings out of Smeltzer. We should have a parade around the stadium. <laughs> should have everybody gather together and get a drum and go around the stadium. No, no, no. You know, he had seven scoreless innings from Kevin Smeltzer, for God's sake. What do you want? That's not the issue, but uh, yeah, we don't get to see that. You're right; it 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 is pretty phenomenal that they're twenty nine and twenty. I don't care who they've played, but I don't believe it. I don't believe in them because of the and more the pitching staff and anything. And I don't believe because we don't get to see the lineup. We, you know, when are we going to get to see the lineup? I that's it's a pretty good lineup if they play, but they don't play. Yeah. No, it's, it's Polanco. I, he's a Polanco's a guy who probably should be taking fifty games a year off with his bad ankle, and they managed to sit him down for three. If you had everybody on his team went about it the way Polanco is, they'd be a really good team. But they don't. They don't. You know what? Busted. What does Polanco say? What exactly? I, I'd love to talk. How does he stay in the game? <laughs> yes, like like how does Rocco not physically like like tape him to his locker before the game starts? and says you ain't playing. He might hide. I don't know. He's a very quiet guy. He might just come in, sneak around, go back in the back room, and nap where Cruz used to nap or someplace. <laughs> I don't know what he does, but somehow he avoids not getting to play yeah. and. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I hey, don't know. Well, what, Phil, what, what's your, do you look at it and think it can possibly work? I think I, well, first of all, I agree with the pitching assessment. I, you know, I love me some Chris Archer, but my God, you know, the way that he has to walk a tightrope, throw 28 pitches every inning. Yeah. So they're going to need a starter. Here's what, here's how I look at this. They don't have to give these wins back. So they've no. they, they've been stocking wins and the, and so now they're they're in a really good spot unless they completely tank on this road trip. There's you know they're going to be well above 500 going into the middle of June and now we get into trade season. And so are they a starting are they a Frankie Montas and a and a, a good lefty reliever away from finishing out this division? Because the White Sox I mean the White Sox just DFA Dallas Keuchel. They get all these injuries. There's no one no one else is going to come up in that division and. I don't think Cleveland's going to be around at the end. So, mm-hmm. can they can they add a couple arms in the next two months, and you know ride this wave of wins that they've stockpiled through the first 
two months. I am not putting them on the Yankees level or you know the Dodgers or some of these other teams. Um, but they don't have to give these wins back. And it's it's. I, I guess all I'm saying is, yeah, there's a bunch of flaws and things that drive me nuts here too. But the fact that they're nine games over 500 two months into the season is pretty amazing. <laughs> I don't think anyone yeah, expected it is, that. It, it is. There's no doubt. And they haven't, you know, they haven't had Buxton and they haven't been really healthy even before this. But it's an abomination what they're going to be presenting as a major league team in uh, in Toronto because of the, you know, the Trejo Caribbean sick and uh, Kepler not being able to play and Kepler's not playing now, but <clears throat> this double header, by the way, will uh, Rocco is going to deal with this. Like it's Lawrence Arabia trying to go to the sea, man. This is going to be the greatest challenge in the history <laughs> of not just sports, man. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be man has very your guys rarely, pitching, Pat. Cole man, man has very rarely been challenged like the Twins are playing two games against the Detroit Tigers today. Cole Sands and Smelter, baby. You know I like Kansas City, and once they get a little pitching going, and once they're starting, I I would much rather be the Kansas City Royals in two thousand twenty three than the Twins. I would much rather be the Kansas City Royals. No, they got, but, yeah, but yeah. I don't like Detroit. I don't like that team at all. And so that is a team you, you know, you should, if you get five runs, you should beat them. And, and they, they didn't do that yet. Pat, what's your, what's your pie chart of blame for uh, the Royce Lewis knee injury? Well, I, you know, I, I try to look at that play. Watching that play, I didn't think he, knew what the hell he was doing out there with the eye. But when I look at on re- I look at the replay, which I've done several times, I don't see is the route doesn't look that bad to me. It, 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 it looked worse with the, I thought he was halting more and not knowing what he was doing and then taking off watching it in person. But uh, I don't know what I, I was very upset with the idea that, I was very upset with the idea that he was not going to be prepared to be the shortstop next season by getting moved all around because I think he had some improvement to do. But I, I, you know, I think they did what they had to do, put him in center field and put him in. If you're going to put him in a lineup, you had to put him someplace. And I guess he played a few games in the fall league or something. Like 50 innings in center in the fall league. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it was a bad idea, but, I'm not as crazed about it because you had to get him back up here when the way things were going and the way people were falling and everything. And, you know, center, it, it, it is. I would have liked, you know, Derek Falvey's a kind of a gentle man uh, in, in public, you know, and, and, uh, and Levine is, uh, you know, quipster and a, a friendly guy. I would have liked to heard the profanities that those two guys were ushering behind the scenes. That okay, our grand experiment lasts three innings. Yeah, three innings. Yeah. Well, Jed and Jed and I were where were we, where were we talking when we hit the wall, or I yeah. just talked you right afterwards. And we yeah, were watching saying, him go back. Yep. I said, I will bet you five hundred dollars we don't see him again. 
today and dad said are you crazy where you know, there's no chance because he went to the dugout you know but you knew immediately that he wouldn't be back again. and then nick gordon comes out to pinch it and i said you're right ricey <laughs> oh yeah i mean that i i i did not approve of the decision but i see it as horrible luck too I, yeah you know that that that, that suddenly a guy who's been in center field for 10 minutes would have a play like that, that he wouldn't have to try to make. Right. And, and so it, you know, they have bad fortune is now following them as what, give me another example. I'm trying to think of another example, I guess, 2011 when everybody got hurt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when Mornall got kicked in the head and uh, wasn't it 2000, what 2000, 2011 was the bilateral leg weakness. weakness. Morno yeah. got the concussion in 10, yeah. actually, but then he got yeah. five other injuries in 11. Yes, yeah. He played this. He, he was playing in spring training, and he came back, and he got he was out. I think there was a series in Tampa where we got we had the BL, BLW arrived, and Morneau couldn't play either, and that was like, okay, look out here. And we, you probably got to go back that far to see a, this much bad fortune just kicking a team right in the teeth right off the bat. Sunday, you lost three guys. Lewis, Gray, and Buxton got hit on the hand by a pitch again. Yes, and uh, you got you got chided for asking how come he yeah. gets hit in the hand about every third at bat. Huh? Yeah, I was very much told in the nicest way possible, you don't watch baseball. Well, what, was your, wait, what was your question, why he gets hit in the hand so often? I asked... Rocco, yeah, if there was something about Buxton's approach to the plate that leads to him <clears throat> being hit in the hand so much, and very nicely, Rocco said, "Well, they they bust him inside a lot. If you watch baseball, you'd know that or something yeah, like they that." They do. They bust him inside, and he and oh, he doesn't. You know, and he keeps he, his he hangs in there. Front. You got to get. You got to protect yourself. I said that the national on Twitter that the National League started in 1876, and is there someone out there smart enough? <laughs> to explain to me how in, let's see, 24, was it 146 years, no hitter has been hitting the hands as often as Byron Buxton has. Yeah. How, how did this happen? Wow. <laughs> what is he doing that's different than everybody else who's ever played the game in 146 years? Nobody gets hit in the hand as much as he does. Right in the same places. Get your bleeping hands out of the way. <laughs> I know you're going to. I wish you had. I wish I'd asked you that question. That would have been a good quote. You know, once in a while they run one. You know, it's a cutter. It's a Mariano Rivera cutter, and it comes in on you. But he's hanging out there. He's vulnerable every every pitch he takes. For God's sakes, let something's wrong. You know, I did. I I did see something doesn't do to protect his hands. Yeah, maybe Judd's onto something. So I, I, I did see a solution on the outfield thing because Buxton crashes into fences and Royce Lewis crashed into a fence. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked on, on Twitter, why don't we do the NASCAR thing? Can we make those walls just more absorbent? <laughs> they yeah. did. What would, what would, well, well not big, enough. I mean, no, but they big, did. Bad, Lewis, Lewis, but if you're going too damn fast and you weigh, you know, a couple hundred pounds. Probably. The Lewis problem, though, was, was part of the, was the plant or coming down. Cause that, cause it's his knee. So like his knee doesn't yeah. hit that knee does not hit the fence. His left knee actually looks worse. But when he came down, I think it's when he came down on the warning track, 
it twisted and it probably hurt and scared. I got news for you. Before this is over, we're going to hear his left shoulders bothering him too. (laughs) You're probably right. They're going to tell us that. How about your New York Rangers, John Lee? How about that? We forgot to talk about that. Very impressive last night. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very impressive. What were they down 3-1? No. Down 2-0. 2-0 and 3-1 to Pittsburgh. Yep. So they have played. Wild. They have played 14 games. Meanwhile, the Lightning have been sitting on the beach smoking marijuana for a week, right? I mean, they're <laughs> well, and, and drinking beer, drinking, too. Don't forget that. Now they have dice, to yeah. play Wednesday. they got to turn it around. Yes, they're going to turn around and play Wednesday. Good luck, Rangers, though. Game you know, one. The Rangers, Rangers got that kid from uh, YZ. Lingren. Is it Miller? The Miller? Oh, uh, Keandre Miller. Keandre Miller. Yeah, the kid that got the ra- When he got drafted, he got the racist. Uh, yeah, yep. Uh, response and I tried to do a piece on that and got mom didn't want to get in on it and the kid the Rangers were hiding the kid they didn't want him to talk about it but you know who kind of his mentor's been he's a single parent kid Rick Kelly the old uh, the old uh, pitcher who lives out there and became a friend they uh I think the mom approached him and said can you talk to my son about what it's like to this was even before he got drafted, I think, but Rick, uh, and I've talked to Rick about it a couple of times, but uh, uh, there's a, there's a good story there. That's for sure. Where's Rick from? Fargo, I believe. Some okay. uh, isn't, uh, I think he's up, he's a North Dakota kid. I, I, I do believe he's a North Dakota kid. So, but like most North Dakota kids, if they have a chance, they move to the Twin Cities. Yeah. <laughs> it's, true. it's not true. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is true. All right, Anyhow, Pat, enjoy, enjoy the Tim okay. Connolly press conference today. Okay. I Let me say that I am, uh, I am as, as negative as I've been on this club as they've been waiting. I've, I'm now feeling a little empathy for them. Okay. You know, I, I, it's going to be as hard to, it's going to be hard to bash them when, when, when they fall off the cliff now when they don't have their team. So anyway, that's uh, see that's that, yeah, 25 minutes in and Pat throws the olive branch out there to the twins. I don't mm-hmm. feels a little empathy. Judd feels zero empathy because he's a sports sociopath. That's well, you know what? You guys aren't facts. You gotta watch this start. He's about a week away from trading everybody. Yeah. Trade him. Get rid of him. Judd here. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You know what? Yankees and Tampa, to which there are deals for tickets at Target Field because they're still desperate to try and get people in the yard. They did have uh, they had a nice crowd they, Sunday. They did have a decent crowd Sunday. Yep. And not not I mean not by old standards, but by current standards. But yeah, people are well, one there's two reasons. A uh you know, just People are skeptical about them, and they're upset about last season, and they got other issues. B, if you're my age, you can't buy a ticket. You can't say, "Hey, here's my check. Send me some tickets." Oh. You, you gotta go through the computer, and uh, and then if you get there and want to buy a hot dog, you can't do that either. <laughs> you know, they, have, they have blocked out. Their core audience, 75 year old people, is baseball's core audience, and they've made it impossible for them to go to the game. They've made it impossible. Well, we'll send it to your smartphone. And the guy holds up some flip phone from 12 years ago and says, huh? 
Exactly. <laughs> you have ruined. You have eliminated your core audience. That's another reason. It's true. It is true. <laughs> you know, amazing. You can't go up the window and say, uh, "Give me three tickets and have them hand them to you." They got to send you a message on your phone. And and Gladys and Herman from <laughs> from uh, Starbucks. Don't have it. They got sorry, it. sorry, Gladys. You can sit, out, <laughs> sit outside. Can you send it to my home phone with the dial-up on it? Sorry, Gladys. Uh, go over to Let Kieran's. It'll be on TV. C- Let me turn down CCO here, and I'll try to figure out how to. Uh, oh God. <laughs> CCO. Amazing. Oh and by the way, that's another thing too. You want to stream the game on CCO? Just go to or download the Odyssey app on your smartphone, Gladys. <laughs> Yes, right. Oh, my God. By the way, I've been listening to some CCO games, and they had about a three-week period where it sounded like they were underwater. wonder what they were doing. Now, this weekend, it was okay, but, you know, they always had the big, powerful signal, and it was like submarine, perhaps? something something. Tipped over or something. Sure. It's, it's, it's submarine Sundays here. Dan Glad. You know what happened? Someone spilled coffee on the board, but that never yeah. happened. And I'm in Golden Valley, so the signal should be able to get here, shouldn't it? I think. I Lisa Wise comes up to the plate. <laughs> We're betting three points. Yeah, maybe it's their new program manager. I don't know. Amazing. Yeah, maybe he hired Joey D to spill some coffee on the board. <laughs> Joey D's the the assistant technical director. <laughs> Bring back Joey D. <laughs> I'll see you later. All right, we'll talk tomorrow, Pat. All right, uh, all right. That twins that half hour of twins bashing, you guys, was presented by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's all about helping elevate your business through risk management tools and resources. Over a hundred years of experience in helping business owners. Federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours.